I'm Amanda, and this is Not Your Granny's Quilt Show. Welcome to today's show. We have April Singleton. She is the owner and face behind Made in the Shed Quilts. If you haven't seen her stuff, she's got some great patterns. She released Sun-Kissed Stars as a pattern and hosted a sew-along, so it'll be so fun to kind of listen back in this episode and hear about all that and listen for her upcoming projects. So if you have not heard of her, go check her out. And in the meantime, let's get into the episode. Have you become a patron on Patreon yet? Well, if not, you can head over to patreon.com slash not your granny's quilt show and become a member. When you are a patron, you get a not your granny's quilt show logo sticker sent right to your door, as well as early access to the new episodes. So head over to patreon.com slash not your granny's quilt show and sign up today. Welcome to the show, April. Thank you so much for being here. How are you? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I saw your um I saw <laughs> I saw your sun-kissed stars pattern and I just had to talk to you cuz I was like immediately in awe. So before we get to that though, I want to go all the way back and learn about you, how you came to quilting and sewing and yeah. So, let's start at the beginning. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so um I started sewing about 10 years ago. Um, my grandma was, um, I don't really know how much sewing she actually did in her life or how big of a part of her life that was, but mm -hmm. she knew how to sew. Um, and she made my sister and I both blankets when we were kids and babies. Um, and she had to like remake mine over and over. Cause mm -hmm. I kept, like, you know, getting holes in it. Yeah. Um, they weren't quilts, they were blankets, but mm -hmm. So yeah, so I knew that she sewed. My mom never did. Um, but when, let's see, my, a few, well, I guess it was like 12 years ago now when my mom was working on moving my grandma to assisted living because she mm -hmm. had like Alzheimer's and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, she asked me if I wanted to move into my grandma's duplex and like rent it from her. Mm -hmm. um, so I said, sure. And as she was like moving all of her stuff out, she was like, so like, do you, do you by any chance want your grandma's sewing machine? <laughs> and, um, I, I don't know if I had ever like said to my mom, like, oh, I'm going to need to learn how to sew to like remake this blanket that, that yeah. my grandma made for me. Um, I must have at some point said that, but like, other than that, I don't remember having like an interest in sewing, but I was like, mm -hmm. yeah, sure. I'll take the sewing machine. Just leave it there. And so it sat in the spare bedroom for like a couple of years. And then I finally got to the point where like, I had to remake this blanket <laughs> to figure out how to like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> make a new one. Cause it was this giant hole in it. Um, yeah. and so I had like broke out the sewing machine. I had my mom come show me how to thread it. Cause she mm -hmm. at least knew how to do that. Right. Um, figured out how to use it. And, um, I couldn't figure out how to make this blanket the way that my grandma had, because mm. I mean, it was very simple. It was just like whole cloth, like sewn around the edge and then like flipped through and yeah, closed up, but whatever batting she used, I cannot figure it out to this day. It was so fluffy. And oh. like, I know it was polyester, but it was like so thick and fluffy and I couldn't find that. So I was like, okay, well, what I found is like thin, but I can figure out how to make a quilt. Like I yeah. found a blog online and followed that and made my first whole cloth quilt. And yeah. my daughter still uses it. She takes it to um to preschool every day for oh. now. So oh. <laughs> it's fine. But yeah, I mean, I made that one. And then shortly after I like wanted to I bought more fabric and made an actual quilt and then yeah. that's just how it happened. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just like fall into it, right? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> stopped sewing since basically. That. What's that first pattern you made? Um, the Well, it wasn't really even a pattern. It was like, I just followed 
I think it was Diary of a Quilter. She had a blog series that was like, mm -hmm. make your first quilt. And it was just like patchwork. Oh, okay. Order. It was small. Yeah. Um, That's like a perfect intro though, because it's, it is easy and simple, but it like, it just introduces you. the basics. You. Yeah. Gives yeah. you that skill base and that's smart. I wish I would have started that way, but I was like, I'm going to make a big, huge quilt and like twin size and picked a pattern that I had to do a lot of cutting for. And yeah, sobbed. I think I didn't use a pattern to make a quilt for like a couple of years after okay. that. I think I just like figured it out mm -hmm. basically. Like I made for my friend's baby shortly after that, I made like a rail fence pattern, but oh, I didn't mm -hmm. think to like I didn't know that you could like um strip piece and then like mm -hmm. cut sections. <laughs> I just yeah. like had little tiny strips and like sewed them all together oh, into little blocks. Yeah. It took forever. But yeah. It's funny like how long it can take to like find those because like maybe you know more advanced quilters or people know about it, but it's like if if you're just like going about your business and don't really like seek stuff out like that, it's hard mm -hmm. to know that like, oh, there's different techniques out there until it like clicks in your brain one day. You've like done it enough times to be like, there has to be a better way to do this. Right. <laughs> like, right. And yeah. I also didn't know about chain piecing then. So I was oh, like yeah. every single thing I would cut. and Yeah. Yeah. Chain piecing is a lifesaver. And oh, seriously. Like same thing. I had no idea. And then my friend was like, Oh, you can just chain piece that. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, I think it was funny. Cause like my mom, like I grew up with my mom sewing everything. Like she would make clothes, she would make dress up clothes, you know, blankets, whatever, like home decor kind of things. And so I think like when I started quilting, I maybe came off, like I knew a lot more than I did. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and so some of the terms I'd be like oh yeah totally and then I would be like I don't know what that is and I'd have to like go google it or something because I'm like I don't I feel like I'm supposed to know more than I actually know but you know you'll learn obviously mm. like <laughs> yeah so when did you start designing patterns um about about a year ago um so um I released my first pattern February of this year and then I've um, released a couple more since then, but okay. yeah, not too long ago. Wow. Nice. And did you take any kind of course or did you just decide? To figure um, it I out? took last year I did, um, the quilters candy pattern writing course. Okay. So that's pretty helpful. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I've heard lots of great things about it and, you know, most people I've talked to that have done it are feeling really successful with it. So that's really cool that, mm -hmm it's working like it's really nice to see that yeah you know it's beneficial for the community as a whole like yeah getting lots of new quilt patterns and people confident in to know that what they're doing and and put it out there so yeah and it was really nice to meet um a few of the other ladies um from it as well so I like that yeah that's fun and get your own little like kind of community behind the scenes of other designers who you can like <laughs> bounce ideas off of I'm sure yeah that's awesome Great. so um with Sunkiss Stars you just released that this month in October mm -hmm. okay great or at the end of September I don't remember <laughs> okay <laughs> um and then you're hosting a sew along right now for it um the quilt along starts in November so oh it does start in November yeah. okay Okay. Sorry. I had my dates written down wrong. I'm like, those dates look crazy. So I think I was like <laughs> doing something else when I was writing my notes, but well, that's cool. And have you done a quilt along before or is this your first I one? I haven't. Okay. So I'm kind of just figuring it out as I go along. Yeah. Kind of yeah. Like, so oh, kind of go ahead. until I make it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, most people do that anyway. It's right. fine. <laughs> how we how we adult that's like yeah adulting in my brain <laughs> so how has it been like planning it have is there anything like you know is there material you've leaned into to to learn about it or have you just been bouncing questions off people like what has your process been like for that for the quilt along mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't know. I just, I've asked a few um, small businesses and a couple bigger companies that I know of if they would want to sponsor. Some of them have said yes and some didn't respond. So, and then, yeah. Um, I don't know. It's hard, like figuring out a schedule for it. Cause it's like, I've made yeah. three versions of this quilt so far. And I'm like, each time it feels like it takes a really long time. So I'm like, I know it can be done quicker, but it's just like, I have so little time usually to sew that I'm like, yeah, is this doable in like a week? This, this part of it? I don't know, but yeah, we'll see. It'll be fun anyway. Yeah. Well, and I think people take, you know, they agree to do them because they have the time, you know, to put in and especially, you know, something that looks more complex. It's like, I guess like for me, cause I used to test patterns or like try to join sew alongs and stuff, but I don't have the time now. So it's like, I have, if someone's realistic about their own time, like they're not going to join if they can't, you know? So yeah. it's kind of like, yeah hopefully people know their schedules enough that they'll be able to keep up and right I just hope I can keep up I might have to like start a few days ahead. there you go prep your stuff ahead of time so yeah. you're like oh I already have that stage done <laughs> just yeah. take pictures of it as you go along so you can like oh look at this I just did this yeah <laughs> but I mean that's what it takes as a small business you have to like make it look like you're doing stuff currently when you've already like pre-filmed it or pre- you know, staged it so you could take pictures. It's like that content piece can be tricky sometimes. Mm -hmm. Just getting, getting footage or pictures in the moment is so hard because you're like, like focused on what you're doing and you're like, yes, oh, I'm like, I just want to get this finished. I don't have time to photograph. <laughs> the lighting's wrong. <laughs> like, I don't have time to make aesthetic photos of this. Like my exactly. sewing space is a disaster. Yeah. Nobody wants to see that. Yeah, like the content creating is like a whole separate thing that I have to like make time for one or the other. I can't do both at the same time. I know. It's so crazy. And I'm like, I'm trying, I try so hard to get by without it because <laughs> I'm like in charge of all the social media for my business and, you know, obviously for the podcast. And like, I'm like, I don't have time. I'm sorry. <laughs> So when it's far and few between, it's because I had to spare five minutes and I thought, hey, why not? <laughs> there yeah. was no like pre-planning ahead of it. Like, <laughs> so it's nice to see when people do it because it looks great and it feels like encouraging to see it. So mm -hmm. hopefully your um, process helps people feel excited to keep moving to the next step. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be so fun. Um, do you have any new projects coming up for the new year or in the new year? Um, not really as far as like a new pattern yet. I need to like spend some time like playing around with designs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm better at like the actual pattern writing, but like coming up with the ideas, like the tricky part. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine because there's so much out there too. It's hard to yeah. decide like, oh, is this just copying someone else or is there something exactly. that looks like this out there? I know. Like every time I come up with something, I keep thinking like, surely someone has done this, but like, I never have seen anything online similar usually. So yeah. Like, okay, well, I'm just going to release this. And if someone <laughs> wants to come out of the woodwork and say, right. Say they've already done it, then they can. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's quilting is like such a unique situation. Cause I don't think that there's like a copyright on any like specific block or whatever. It's like, right. And so many quilts are designed with the same block motifs or just like repeated designs, like, but there's so many iterations out there that that's true. It would almost be impossible to design every possible option that there is so I think it's you know if you can't find anything that looks similar then mm -hmm. seems like a safe space to to kind of say okay I can launch this and yeah like you said if anybody comes out of the woodwork then it's like deal with it then but yeah if in your searching you can't find anything I think probably safe to say 
no one else has done it and that it's unique to you. So that's yeah. kind of fun. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. Like anytime I'm playing with a design, if I like come up with something that I think looks cool, like if I show it to my husband, usually if he like is like, oh yeah, that's cool. I'm like, all right. <laughs> like he's, he's so not like critical, but like mm-hmm. kind of hard to impress with like, yeah. And stuff. So if, if he's like, eh, it's, cool I guess then I'm like okay I need to try a little harder <laughs> to impress him like I didn't I didn't meet the bar so it's time to get back to the drawing board yeah. <laughs> oh husbands <laughs> I know yeah my husband will be like wow that's so beautiful I'm like do you really think that he's like of course <laughs> so I'm like, yeah. are you just saying that because I made it he's like absolutely <laughs> yeah mine's not that enthusiastic <laughs> I mean, it's fake enthusiasm. So, you know, he, my husband's been pretty supportive and the more he's learned about quilting, the the more supportive he is. But at the same time, he can only handle so much of it before he's like, okay, I need to go do something else Mm -hmm. now. I'm like, and then this other fabric, he's like, what? (laughs) So, you know, that's, at least he's like giving you feedback and be like, I don't know. It's great, babe. Like, yeah. Yeah, and then I ask my eight-year-old, hey, Caleb, what do you think of this? And he says, it's okay. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine. Like, wow, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it doesn't have, it doesn't have purple in it. <laughs> I like quilts that have purple in them. Okay. You're like, well, it could have purple, but this one just doesn't. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny, like, yeah, because like, say like we'll show my niece stuff I'll be like what do you think about this she's like "Mm, I don't really like that color in it I'm like I'm look the design what do you think about the design she's like "Mm, oh yeah it's pretty cool I guess I'm like oh my god yeah I focus on the wrong things (laughs) yeah you're like let's just say mom it's great I love it (laughs) yeah that's so funny how does your so you have a preschooler and then you said an Mm eight-year-old yeah how fun do they show any interest in sewing at all or um a little bit um my my eight-year-old he once I got my Bernina a couple years ago he discovered that you can you like type out letters in Mm -hmm. it and like write with the (laughs) when you're sewing and so every time he comes into my shed he wants to like he wants to write with the sewing machine, but like, I always have the wrong throat plate on. It's not like set up for him. Like, no, you can't do that right now. Yeah. You're like, don't do it. It's going to break. Yeah. Oh man. So he more just likes to, likes to do that, but mm-hmm. eventually I'll get at least one of them into it. <laughs> You're like, one of you is going to sew. Which one is it? <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's so, so fun. fun. I need to, um, make my daughter a dress for our fall pictures coming up Mm. so yeah that's always a fun thing to get into yeah yeah I loved that as a kid like getting new dresses or new clothes because my mom could just make them or being like I need a dress up skirt with a long train and we'd go to the store and get the fabric and she'd make me the (laughs) skirt with a long train so I could be a cool princess and yeah like it just opens up a whole different world of wonder for kids. I think at least, you know, that's yeah. how it was for me. And seeing my mom who could make so much stuff, I was just like, I didn't necessarily sew for a long time, but I did other crafty things because I, I had that example to say, well, my mom can do it. I can do it. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. And just seeing that stuff can come to life so quickly and easily. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. I can make stuff. It's yeah it opens up that world which is so cool I feel like after spending like a few months in like a quilting hole like Mm -hmm. I've been only making quilts for like several months it's like a nice palette cleanser to be like okay I'm just gonna like make this dress in like a few days and then Mm -hmm. it's like a whole different process garment sewing basic from quilting Mm -hmm. yeah so just gives you a different way to still engage with fabric and and engage with sewing, but it's a completely different process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very yeah. different versus sewing flat seams to like having to put, make something to fit on a human body. It's like, mm, this is, this is different. <laughs> yeah. 
it's also like when when you're quilting like each step is like okay i have to make 150 half square triangles and i have to press them and then i have to trim them but like mm -hmm. with when you're sewing like one dress it's like oh this step takes 30 seconds and then i move on to the next step and then before yeah. i know what i'm done yeah so that's always it's just nice yeah it's not days on one step because mm -hmm. <laughs> sometimes those pressing the pressing or like the trimming it's like no trim your blocks I'm like oh yeah just trim my blocks okay like <laughs> so fast yeah Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. it it's worth it and I always like have to remind myself that because when I don't trim and I always do for client quilts I always trim blocks I always do the right thing mm -hmm. on client quilts but on my own I'm like I'm not gonna trim it and then I'm always like oh, I should have trimmed <laughs> <laughs> But just because it takes long and I'm antsy to get to the quilting part, like I want to long arm my quilts. I don't mm -hmm. love, I don't love piecing, but. Is the quilting your favorite step? Yeah. Your... Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Just, I love long arming and, um, you know, we'll do custom and stuff, but, you know, we usually just do computerized, like edge to edge. And yeah. we have so many fun pantographs that I'm like, I can't wait to use that. And like, sometimes I will make something, even if it's just like a little table runner, just so I can use a certain pantograph. Cause okay. I just want it in my life somewhere. And so, <laughs> um, I just did that with a, like I made a new Halloween little table runner. I had found some of one of the older, um, art gallery. I think it was sweet and spookier is the line that the squares came from, but I found them in like a scrap bin, uh, my local quilt shop and so it was like it was like digging through and finding them and like shoving them in the little scrap bags because it's like you can fill a bag for seven bucks or whatever so mm -hmm. I found a bunch and was able to put this little table runner together because they were already cut into four and a half inch squares and then I used this new pantograph it's not new we've had it for a while but we haven't had anything to use it on and so it was like perfect like kind of gothic romantic looking and it looked perfect on there and I was like I just want to use this pantograph <laughs> like yeah I just did you know a patchwork of squares because I just wanted I wanted the fabrics and I wanted that pantograph so mm -hmm. it's it's fun but what's your favorite step of the process I honestly like binding the best really well I don't know I like um I like piecing sometimes I like pressing yeah but like putting the binding on is like I'm so close to being done and yeah. I do all my binding with my machine so it's like so quick yeah and I just like it yeah I don't <laughs> I don't mind if I'm doing it by my machine it's when I have to hand bind that I'm like I'd rather jump in a fire like yeah I don't like it I'll do it for client quotes but my mom enjoys that so I let her do it yeah, it's a nice idea, but like, <laughs> I don't think hand sewing is really for me. I mean, no. like I've done it a bunch of times, but it's like the rat always gets twisted and tangled and yeah, yeah, caught like, on things. <laughs> like fighting with the corners. I'm like, this is so yes. stupid. I get so upset. <laughs> and I don't sit down like, I don't sit down long enough to just like sit and and sew. It's like yeah, I don't either. It's like I'll lay in bed watching a show at mm -hmm. night my husband but like I don't feel like sewing while I'm doing that I feel like no it's like that's my decompression time before I go to bed it's like and I can't watch like my mom's like oh I'll just watch a movie and bind and I'm like I can't if something's on I'm like gawking at the tv or I'll mm -hmm. like pause in the middle because I'm like even if it's something I've seen before I'm still like watching it and I'm like oh I can't do this <laughs> yeah and I but wish I was one of those people that could like do things in the car but I get so car sick oh, me too <laughs> oh when I see people post pictures like I love putting binding on in the car I'm like who are you that you're not yeah. throwing up all over that quilt because yeah. I would be gone like yeah me too oh I can't do it we have like a, a ski hill it's only like from my house it's like 25 minutes up the hill but it's so windy and my husband and I both are like we like to hike up there too because there's really great trail systems mm -hmm. up there like on the way up and uh 
So even sometimes if we're like going to the lower trails, we're still like, do you, can we switch? I'm getting sick. It's like, yeah, you can drive now. <laughs> like, this is so bad. Yeah. Yeah. We have a mountain near us that we, me, my husband and I drove up earlier this year to get quilt pictures mm-hmm. to the top of the mountain. And it, like you said, it's such a windy road. And I had been up there before, but not since I was pretty young. Mm. Um, but I was like, I, I can't go up there. <laughs> it's, it's so bad. It's so bad. It's like we used to ski and our boys would ski and snowboard and we'd go up and we eventually were just like, you guys have to take the, cause there's like a shuttle bus that will pick people up kind of near our house actually. And, and then drive them up and bring them back down. And it's like five bucks. It's like super cheap to, to oh, wow. take the bus, but we're like, you have to start taking this bus or once they started driving, you got to drive yourself. Cause we were like, we can't, I like, don't even want to go up there to ski. Like, cause the drive up there is like so terrible. And then, yeah, you have to spend a day recovering from just driving up there. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And it's like, you know, we just went hiking up there. Uh, well, I shouldn't say just, but we went hiking up there and there it's the trail system we were on was really close to the top of like if we had driven for like two more minutes we would have been at the parking lot for the skiing and um and my husband was like you got your your driving is killing me I'm like (laughs) I don't know what to tell you like I'm going slow I'm taking the corners really easy he's like I shouldn't say that's not fair it's not your driving it's just I can't do these corners I'm like do you want to drive he's like no we're already almost there Oh man, that's bad that it's both of you that get cars. <laughs> I know. There can't just be one of us who can just yeah. ride and chill. It's like we're we have to switch off because it's so bad. But yeah, I I wish I think maybe if I had more time to just like sit and do it, but I get so bored. I get so bored. I need yeah. the next thing. So it's but yeah, machine binding is where it's at. I mm. have especially on table runners and stuff, I've really started liking using a decorative stitch to put the bindings on. Mm-hmm. And so that's been really fun. And we got a newer Bernina in April and um, it has a lot more decorative stitches. And so I've yeah. been like playing with it and trying new things. And if it doesn't look good, then I just take it out and do a straight stitch. But yeah, it's been really fun. Yeah. It's fun to play around with those special stitches. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah so when so you had did you have your shop before you started doing patterns or um no I just um I added fabric to my shop like two months ago maybe oh wow um, okay so yeah the the patterns came first and then just recently started selling a little bit of fabric that's awesome yeah what's your favorite like if you're out shopping for fabric for yourself, like what's your go-to, like, who are you looking at to see? Um, always Ruby star. Um, usually Melody Miller and Rashida Coleman Hale are my favorites, but I'll take any Ruby star. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's there. I am a Ruby star lover also. Mm -hmm. So I totally get that, but I, uh, I'm still in the works of, I'm going to try. I really, I want to have all I mean all of them obviously but like at least one of the ruby star girls on the show I'm like maybe if I break one of them then the rest will follow <laughs> yeah because <laughs> they've been a serious inspiration for me wanting to continue sewing and, and quilting so mm-hmm. super fun I use the octopus as the backing for the baby quilt I made for one of my friends when she had her baby girl and the whole front is all ruby star but her, my friend loves octopus. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Is it octopi? I, I heard octopi it's was octopuses. wrong. Octopuses. Okay. That's what I yeah. thought. I'm like, I think I heard octopi is wrong, but anyway, she loves <laughs> octopuses and the fuchsia, you know, background was perfect for all the pinks that I was putting into the quilt top. So mm-hmm. anyway, I just it. obsessed with it. And I, I mean, so many people are be- for good reason, but that's so fun. Do you have any other favorites? Like what's your second go-to? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, I like some Tula Pink, but not like, I'm not someone who like collects all of her stuff, but there's some of her prints that I've really liked. Yeah. 
yeah, she has fun stuff. And I, I'm with you. I don't love every single thing that comes out, but there are a few here and there that I'm like, oop, I really need that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and like her handmade line was so perfect because, you know, just all the sewing stuff. And so my my mom actually made a quilt with it and I still have my my uh, layer cake of it, but, you know, just the cute like measuring tape on the fabric and all that stuff. And then mm-hmm. I don't remember what the line is called, but the, what is it called? I don't know. The one with like the more neutrals and the neons. And then there's like the different animals. Anyway, there's a hippo print in that. And my mom loves hippos. And so we were like, we need that immediately. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't so. know if it's the same line, but um, I made my daughter a quilt with, um, it's a spirit animal that has yes. the ox. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 My three besties and I, we made jelly roll race quilts out of you know jelly rolls of that and Mm -hmm. um then we like mixed and matched so like my border is someone else's binding and vice versa so like the four of us all kind of mixed and matched and like it's so crazy because even though we use the exact same jelly roll all four of our quilts are different it's crazy but I love that line it's so cute (laughs) and that was like my first introduction to Tula Mm -hmm. and yeah but yeah it's it's so fun um are your curtains behind you rifle paper they are yeah oh my god I've been like eyeballing them (laughs) like I think that's rifle paper and I'm obsessed (laughs) it is and then I have um I wrapped my pressing surface in rifle paper canvas too oh nice yeah yeah I guess that's one of my other ones that I that I like they're not ruby star (laughs) yeah 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 rifle papers one that I like also yeah they're so good I just there's so many there's so many fabric lines that I just love out there but yeah it's it's hard to it's like a hard sell between like the rifle paper and the ruby star Mm -hmm. and there was a hot minute where you know when they were both cotton and steel Mm -hmm. that I was like getting bits of both from these like fat quarter boosters I was in or you know subscribed to and so yeah. every three months I'd get all these like OG cotton and steel and ruby star and rifle paper stuff and sometimes I'll pull them out and I'm like oh my god this is rifle paper like now that I know more about fabrics and like the designers and stuff I'm like going through my bin and I'm like holy crap I have some really good stuff right yeah, now like I could sell this for like $40 for a fat quarter <laughs> Yeah. Like no joke. I'm like, geez, I'm sitting on a lot of money, but I'm never going to get rid of it. So yeah. Um, don't anybody come knocking cause it's fine, but <laughs> no, I don't know. There's just so much that it's like, I don't know if I'll ever get to all of it, but yeah, I feel the is, same way. It is kind of cool to, to know that I have some, if it's like, I don't know. There's an apocalypse. There's an apocalypse. And I need to sell <laughs> it. Out. <laughs> or just need, you know, quilts to stay warm or clothing. It's like, I got you covered. I got so much yeah. fabric. <laughs> but I always like, you know, justify sewing because it's like, no, this is the handiest. This is like the handiest skill to have. Cause if anything happens, like we'll always be warm. Like yeah. even if I don't have a sewing machine, I know what to do. Like I can make things. Yeah. So if someone's birthday is coming up, you just make them something. Yeah, no, exactly. And like, that's, we always joke that we win baby showers because mm-hmm. when we take quilts as our gift, we're like, oh, just open it last. Because <laughs> yeah. then otherwise all everybody talks about is the quilt. So it's fine. It's like, I'm happy to be that person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. It's super fun. Oh, I was going to ask about your shed because like, obviously you're made in the shed quilts. And so I know I don't like talk about the shed enough, but it is like really part of the whole thing. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, when we moved into our house, it was just my husband and I, so we have a four bedroom house. My husband insists on having a guest room. So we had at first I had my own sewing room and then my son was born and he moved into that room 
And then, so I moved into the room across the hall, which is now my daughter's room, but it was my husband's office at the time. So we shared it for a little while. Mm -hmm. Um, And then when my son was a baby, we started redoing our backyard and I don't really remember how it came about, but we decided to build two sheds back here. Mm. Um, So one's just like a tool shed. And then we built my shed afterwards. um, And it's where I do all my sewing now. I'm not really allowed to like have any of my sewing stuff in the house, (laughs) (laughs) except for like, um, there's usually like a couple weeks in the summer when it gets just way too hot to be out here. Mm. So I'll move my sewing machine in the house then, but otherwise it's all out here. Yeah. I was going to say, is it like temperature wise? Like how does that go? Cause most of the year it's pretty good. Um, so I've got a window and I've got a ceiling fan and like a Dyson, like hot and cool fan. Mm -hmm. So it Mm -hmm. can warm it up in the winter or kind of cool it down in the summer a little bit. Um, and if Mm -hmm. I'm strategic with like in the summer, I open the window early in the morning to let the cool air in and then open it in the evening Mm -hmm. and then run the fans if I'm out here and I need them, but yeah, mostly it's fine. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. And you built them yourself or was it like a kit that you put together Um, or so for my husband's shed, we just got a kit from Lowe's and Mm -hmm. built that that way. Um, And then for mine, we basically used the instructions from that kit, Mm -hmm. but like bought the supplies and all the wood and everything separate. And we had to like modify it. It had to be taller because of the door. Right. And stuff like that. But like, Okay. Basically my husband and my dad built the whole thing. Nice. Yeah. So cool. I love that you have your own space though. Cause it's like, you can shut the door and lock it and be like, don't go in there. <laughs> yeah. And also like, it's nice that I'm like not attached to the house because like when I'm out here late at night, sometimes I'll mm-hmm. like turn up my music really loud and have like a dance party while I'm sewing. <laughs> so yeah, that's really fun. I wouldn't be able to do that if my kids were sleeping right? Yeah. It gives you your own, your own space to just do what you need to do and exist and not like, yeah, have to worry about anybody else. That's so nice. Mm -hmm. That's so cool. Yeah. I, uh, I just recently got my sewing area back when my youngest moved out after high school. So we turned his room into kind of our sewing slash upstairs kind of living space Mm because we, um, run Airbnb out of our downstairs and rent out the master suite. And so I, I like you, I can't really have my sewing stuff like spread around like I used to. So I didn't have a sewing space at home for a while, but I work out of my parents' house. So I would just sometimes take a day and be like, I'm not working today and just work on my own projects. But it's so nice to be able to do it at home because then I can just do it whenever you want do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And my, my husband's a night owl. So I am like never running the risk of waking him up because he's always awake mm-hmm. <laughs> when I want to be sewing, or even if it's like early in the morning, you know, I can close the door and he'll sleep through anything. So, right. <laughs> it's kind of nice, but I would love a shed. Like, I think that would be so <laughs> fun to just be like, this is mine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's so cool and fun that they could modify it for you to make it fit your needs and give you, you know, a taller ceiling and a door and not have to like crouch in there. And mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I've got a design wall. I've got my big table. That's fantastic. Kind of enough storage for fabric. <laughs> I could use a little more, but it's fine. Yeah. You're like, we'll get to that someday. Yeah. <laughs> I've got like all but one of my sewing machines out here somehow. Wow. That's nice. That's nice. <laughs> How many do you have? I have, let's see, one, two, three, four. I have five sewing machines and a serger. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. I'm it's sure probably too many, but them. like they each serve their purpose sometimes. Yeah. Like we have four for the business and I have my personal machine and my mom has her personal machine. So yeah, we're in the same boat. It's fine. <laughs> I also went through a phase where like I was kind of accumulating sewing machines just 
because mm-hmm. like I was like at our church garage sale, there was like an old sewing machine with a cabinet that I totally didn't need and yeah. never actually used, but oh. like, oh, I have to, I have to have it. And then we got rid of it eventually. And then my other grandma had a sewing machine. It was just like a basic singer, but mm-hmm. when she died, they were like, oh, do you want her sewing machine? I was like, sure. I know. I totally didn't need it. And so I gave that away too, eventually, but. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, I think we still have one of my grandma's sewing machines, but she had another one that when my grandpa finally passed, um, and we were cleaning out their house, we were kind of like, my mom and I are like, do we keep this? Like, what do we, you know, it's like so cool that it was hers, but we're both like, we have so many machines. Like mm. it's just going to get stored away. It's not going to like, I don't know. So we, we did sell it. Cause we were just like, we'd rather go to somebody who's going to actually use it or like, you know, refurbish it and sell it to someone who wants to use it. It's like, otherwise it's going to just sit in our basement and collect dust. But it's hard because sewing machines are so cool and like Mm -hmm. having older ones is like so fun and vintage and like my mom's personal machine is her Bernina from it's like 9 30 so it's from like the 80s and Mm -hmm. still works like a dream it's like it's hard to get rid of them especially if they still work well and yeah yeah thankfully my grandma's old one that I started out with it's like in a table so I just have it it's just acting as like a horizontal surface that I can keep things on. Yeah. So that's nice. nice. It's like kind of storage itself almost. Yeah. Oh, that actually reminds me one of our, one of our tables in our sewing, sewing room is my mom's, like her grandma's old sewing machine. So it like mm-hmm. comes out of the table and then it's got the treadle. So yeah. it's like, <laughs> so we have that too. <laughs> I don't think it works, but we use yeah. it to put one of our embroidery machines on and because it's strictly for for embroidery we do like labels and stuff for people if they want that on their quilts but um or on the backs of their quilts but yeah it's it's crazy it's so easy to want to collect machines because it's like oh but this new one has this like new function and it was like right when we bought I really need one for traveling (laughs) yeah exactly like (laughs) I need a lighter one that can you know yeah travel easier and yeah like right when we bought our, we got a Bernina Q, 770 QE. It was like mm-hmm. the numbers and letters. Um, and then immediately the new version was announced and it has like the laser light to like show you precisely where the needle's going to land. And I was like, oh. are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, it's fine. We got the CAFE edition and it came with a lot of cool, like, free stuff yeah yeah Yeah. so that was fun and it's beautiful so yeah we were both like it's pretty we want this one (laughs) (laughs) I know I've got I have I didn't have the cave edition or the like Tula one or whatever but I have the 770 QE Mm -hmm. and I'm like I want to put stickers on it so bad but I'm like do it I'll put them in the wrong places or something oh right I know know. that is kind of nerve-wracking collection of stickers first Mm. yeah um I don't know if you've heard of um French Fry Quilt Co but she has Mm -hmm. a lot of really cute stickers yeah Mm -hmm. I've talked to her on Instagram a couple times oh good yeah she's so great and Mm -hmm. um and they're like good size I got a couple from her and they don't take up too much space like the ones I got and so I felt like good about just like putting them on my machine, my personal machine. It's just like a tiny, like the cheapest brother machine I could get at the time. It was mm-hmm. like a hundred bucks, <laughs> but again, it still works like a charm. So yeah. I'm not getting rid of it anytime soon. And, um, anyway, yeah, I'm like, I want to put stickers on everything and, and I have some water bottles that have stickers and I'm like, I can never get rid of these now. Yeah. Because the stickers. <laughs> yeah. And also I'm like, always worried about like well what if I wanted to like sell this machine some someday down the road and there's stickers all over it can you get the stickers off I don't want to be like scraping the stickers off I know yeah I I think about that too but I'm like well I guess I'm stuck with this machine forever then because yeah yeah like my mom put stickers on her 
her Bernina. And I think even on our, because we have a um, the 535 also. And I think we put some stickers on that. We put a sticker on our long arm. And <laughs> I'm like, you know, we're not planning on getting rid of this stuff. And yeah, it is hard though, because it's like you could resell it and upgrade or I don't know. I mean, I don't plan to. Like I plan on keeping this machine for a good long while, but yeah, still, you never know. I know it's like that back to that like childhood anxiety of like oh what if what if I put the sticker in the wrong place and then I'm not <laughs> happy with it and then I just wasted that sticker yeah. <laughs> I like still freak out I'm like what is my problem it's just a sticker <laughs> but it feels like really high stakes for some reason yeah it's silly but also it's serious at the same time <laughs> Yeah, but I need to like, I've got a few stickers here and there. I need to like get them all out and decide which ones I like enough to put on the sewing machine. Yeah. Yeah. That's tap it all out. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you can come up with a plan that feels good, then maybe you'll feel more confident yeah. in sticking it instead of just like random and hoping there's space for the other ones you want. And oh, yeah. It's a good idea. Just, and I see a lot of times like, um, on people's extender, what are they? The extension tables uh-huh. that come with their sewing machines. They'll like cover that in stickers. Yeah. I've thought of that too. Cause I have, I have, um, what's it called? I have one of those <laughs> that I bought like aftermarket and. Oh, right. Right. I can put stickers on that. Yeah. Cause then it's not part of the sewing machine. That's true. And maybe that's why people do that. I don't know. I've just seen it like a lot recently and I'm like, hmm, actually, cause yeah, it is like the, maybe it's not necessarily the ones that come with the machine, but like the, yeah, the like aftermarket, like acrylic ones you can buy. What is it called? I have it right here. So steady. Oh, right. Yeah. So, so steady. So steady thing. Yeah. So yeah. I don't know. I just see like some people's machines are just like covered in stickers and they look so cute. You know? I'll do it eventually. It's just like, it feels like it's going to be like a project that I need mm -hmm. to devote time to. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's like kind of a lucky thing with the cave version is it's already decorated. So I don't feel the yeah. need like to put anything on it because it's already so cute and I don't want to cover any of it up. So it's like, I'll leave that one alone. But the 535 is boring and... <laughs> Our long arm could use some more stickers. So, yeah. um, wasn't that? Oh man, there were a few years ago. There was like a, like a bejeweled Bernina that came out. It was like had crystals all over it. I don't remember that one, but I also was like, I, like I remember seeing that. I wish I had that. <laughs> yeah, right. I shiny love sparkly things. Ooh, me too. I'm like, it's shiny. I want it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Ooh, it's sparkly. I want it. <laughs> I got that from my grandmother for sure because she mm -hmm. is the blingiest babe of all babes so <laughs> she's always like handing me giant sparkly bracelets and stuff I'm like all right I'm not sad about it <laughs> yeah but I don't know it's just like I think it's called park lane she like sells this like jewelry oh, yeah. yeah and it's like expensive stuff I don't know if it's like the quality is necessarily there but it looks nice and she just loves to gift it. So I'm like, um, I'll take it. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. And then my nieces are like, well, the younger one, the older one's like, I don't give a crap about that. But the younger one's like, I'm um, excuse me, can I wear your bracelets too? I'm like, no, these are mine. <laughs> I'm like you have some, like you've got $900 on your arm right now. She's like, I do. I'm like, oh my yeah, gosh. <laughs> I know. I'm like, so make sure those go back to where they belong, like to she'll like take my mom's and you know whatever whoever else will let her wear them I'm like make sure they make it back to their owners because they're not cheap and mama yeah. would be so sad if you lost those bracelets she's like I swear I'll protect them with my life <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh do your kids like demand you make them things or are they pretty chill about mostly they're like mostly they're pretty chill my son has like every couple of weeks he'll say I want you to make me a fanny pack <laughs> when are you gonna make my fanny pack? <laughs> so like 
I'll make him one eventually. I don't know. Yeah. Whenever <laughs> I have the time. That's so funny. You're like, what a fanny pack? Did he, is like, I don't know. I don't. I mean, I have fanny packs, so it's not like it's not. Yeah, a thing, I've made but... a few fanny packs for like myself and other people before. So like, he knows that I know how to make one. I just mm. haven't made him one yet. So he's like, "Where's mine?" Yeah, <laughs> I don't really know where he's gonna wear it, but he wants one. Maybe he'll use it to. I don't know what. I would always want pockets or something when I was a kid because I would want to go around and like pick up rocks and like mm-hmm. cool things I found. So. Yeah, he's been into rocks and gems and stuff lately. So it's kind of maybe he'll fill it with some gems. Yeah. (laughs) Some cool discoveries. Yeah. (laughs) Oh man. I love that. That's (laughs) so funny. I used to, yeah, like I already said it, but I used to just like always ask my mom to make me stuff. And Mm -hmm. even now, if I'm like, um, can you help me make this thing? She's like, okay, sure. Like, even though I could totally do it myself, I still like want her help. So, mm-hmm. especially if it's like garment stuff or like with zippers, I'm like, help me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's always such a like shift that you have to do with your with your brain. Okay, like I have to sew this zipper, mm-hmm. to sew the sleeve on. It's like a whole new thing. Yeah, yeah. It's I'm not super like. I don't really want to sew garments, but it's like, I also like, I know how I could do it. It's mm-hmm. just like not really ever been my desire to make clothing, but, um, I did say I was going to make a pair of pants and I haven't done it yet. And I have the pattern. I have the fabric. I just need to make the stinking pants. But it's like, mm-hmm. every time I think about starting, I'm like, I can't do it. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're not even hard. Yeah. Like, like pants for yourself or yeah yeah I mean the thing about pants that would scare me is like figuring out the right size yeah like that's what I'm terrified about because I'm like like okay well I have a big butt and I have a narrow waist (laughs) and it's like and I have okay yeah yeah to make like a you have to waste fabric to make a a mock-up of it yeah basically exactly so it's like do I really want to but I really want to make the pants they're so cute and they'll be like so fun and loungy and Mm -hmm. but still I can like dress them up or dress them down and so it's like why I want to make them but also the time it's like once you once you are running your own business it's like your personal time is out the window so Mm -hmm. it's like, do I spend time with my husband or do I keep sewing? Do I go grocery shopping or do I mm-hmm. keep sewing? <laughs> do I make time to exercise or? Yeah. I'm like, does lifting fabric count as lifting weights? Yeah. No, it does not. <laughs> but we're going to pretend like it does today. <laughs> yeah. There's never enough time for all the things. No, it's so hard. But also no. it's like, I don't want to... Like I want, I want room for the rest, for the rest of the things in my life, but it's also like, I still also want to make sure there's time for the joyful sewing, not just the businessy side of things. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's a tricky balance, but yes. yeah, it just takes, takes time to figure it out. And even then it's like, when you, it's like, just when you think you've got a good rhythm, it's like something happens and throws everything off and you have to start over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, like I still, I I still have my full-time job, which Mm -hmm. I'm planning to quit soon, but it's like, every time I'm there, I'm like, I'm spending eight hours here at this place that I hate when I would much rather be sewing or doing literally anything else that needs to be done at my house. Right. It's like almost, it's like when you are thinking about everything else except that doing that job is like okay it's time to go <laughs> yeah so it's like it just starts to feel in the way and I feel that it's yeah when I was teaching it was like all I could think about was quilting and even when I like was working just like a couple days a week at our local quilt shop for a little while it was the same thing it's like 
I was still quilting. I was working with fabric and all that, but it was like, all I could think about was like what I could be doing at home or at my business. And I'm like, I need to quit. Like this is Mm -hmm. silly. Yeah. But it's what do you, so what do you do? Like, what is your day job? Um, I work at a small company that, um, administers, uh, basically workers comp settlements. So if someone settles their workers comp claim, we handle the money for them and we kind of work as an insurance company, even though we're not technically an insurance company. Okay. So. And how long have you been doing that? Um, 13 years. Okay. Yeah. But as soon as we're done paying for preschool, which is in the spring, essentially, I'm, yeah, I'm done. Yeah. I can't do it anymore. Oh, there's light at the end of the tunnel though. So that's good. I know. But it's hard. It's like, even when you can see the, the finish line, it's still like so hard to stick it out. Like, mm-hmm. ugh, it's so hard. Yeah. But, well, that's, I mean, that's cool that you're able to, you know, plan for that and have that ability to be able to like focus on your sewing and your business full time and, you know, have that as a, like something to look forward to. Cause it's, Yeah. As someone who's done that, it's like, I can tell you, it feels really good. <laughs> yeah. I like daydream every day about like, yeah, what would I be doing today? If I didn't have to go to work, I would drop my kids off and then I'd come home and I'd work on this and I'd mm-hmm. send out some fabric orders and I'd yeah, do a workout. <laughs> right. Like Old laundry. Yeah. And you could <laughs> All these things I don't have time for. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's such a blessing to have that flexibility. Like, even though our kids are gone, you know, it still is like so nice to be able to like be there for my husband if he needs me or, you know, even for the rest of my family, it's like my mom and I both like help out with my nieces and nephew or, you know, my sister's home now. So, you know, she's around and it's just kind of fun that we're all kind of just like still, we're just like able to prioritize prioritize family yeah over being like sorry I can't I'm at work it's like I'm at work but I'm the boss and I say I can take a break yeah (laughs) so not that we're neglecting anything but it just it's different when you're not like clocking in for someone else right Mm -hmm. I don't have to plan out my vacation days right yeah it definitely is a lot easier yeah like I was gone two weeks last summer for you know, my husband and I went to Spain and we're just like, see ya, you know? I mean, obviously we had it planned ahead of time, but it was, it wasn't like, well, I have to ask if I can get the time off and da da da. It was just like a conversation with my mom and turning off. Well, no, she still managed the Etsy shop, but you know, we had the option to like turn it off so that it wasn't like getting new orders while I was gone and Mm -hmm. lighten the load on her. But yeah, it's just so much nicer. Yeah. And like, if your kids are sick at school, you can go get them and not have to mm-hmm. leave work. And <laughs> there's just so many more like benefits to it. And it is scary and hard sometimes to be your own boss, but I think the benefits outweigh those yeah, scary moments. So, yeah, I mean, I'm definitely nervous about like basically cutting our income in half, but it's going to just be so much better anyway. We'll yeah. figure it out. Yeah. Well, well and your shop is still so new. So hopefully, you know, getting the word out there more is going to just help and increase your sales and yeah, get you more. So, and just being able to spend more time on it will hopefully help as well. So, yeah, yeah, it definitely makes a difference. Like that's for sure. So I'm excited for you. That's, <laughs> that's so cool. <laughs> Thanks. Yeah. I love to see it. It's like success, how we define it for ourselves is just like beautiful, no matter what it is. It's like, so it's really cool that you get to do that. And honestly, like, I think it's great that your kids get to see that too, that you've put in the work and you're getting to do this thing that really makes you happy and feels fulfilling and not have to sit at a job that you really don't want to be at. And but you found another way to, to make something work so that you can feel joy, feel joy yeah. during the day yeah. and not be like daydreaming your time away. So that's really cool. Yep. That'll be 
pretty nice once it happens. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. I've really enjoyed getting to know you and talking yeah, thank fabric you. and <laughs> yeah, thanks so much for asking me. Yeah, of course. So where can people find you online so they can shop your shop? Um, so my Instagram is made in the shed quilts. Um, my website is made in the shed quilts.com. And then I have a couple of videos on YouTube, um, just tutorial videos that go along with my patterns. Um, and that's made in the shed quilts as well. Perfect. Well, I will put links in the show notes so that mm. people can get to you easily. And otherwise, yeah, thank you again. And I can't wait to get the word out about your shop and get you some more traffic, hopefully. 